and welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I'm your host as always, Erin Pym, and I'm the producer of the Theatrical Variety Show, The Bedpost Sex Show. Here at the podcast, I like to invite guests and performers from the stage show and beyond to indulge me in a more in-depth conversation about sex and sexuality. So this week, I've got a super special guest. Okay, she is a performer, a producer, she is the Community Engagement Manager at Bad Dog Theatre, Candace Meeks. Hi. Hello, hello. Excited to be here. Long-time listener. Ex- First-time caller. <laughs> excited to be here. I'm excited to be here. I feel like I have not recorded in a while. I guess I haven't, because holidays. Yeah. Yeah. We're recording this. This is the first episode, episode that I'm recording in the new year. Um, yeah, so I guess it has been a while. That's nice. It's nice. It's good to be back, Candace. I'm proud of you, personally. <laughs> About anything in particular? Just oh, just this. Just this, doing this. This right now. Yeah. This conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you look adorable. Thank you. Oh um, God, it's nice. Let's take pictures together. Okay. Um, Candace. New year, new you? Yeah. Well, let's hope, <laughs> right? <laughs> Do you... Okay. Since this is the new year, this is actually, like, recording in the new year, do you have sex goals for yourself? Like, do you have, like, 2018 sex goals? Yes, I actually do. Me too! Yes! I'm so happy to hear you say that. Yeah, I do. And did you have them last year, and how how did they go? (laughs) I tried to have them last year, and I feel like they were not good. They weren't (laughs) happening? Things did not go the way that I had planned. No, and that's fine mm-hmm. with sex goals. You know, it's good to work towards something, but don't don't beat yourself up if you don't get the goals. Trying my best. <laughs> Last year for me was like, I had so many health issues with my vulva and vagina mm. ugh, that I feel like for me, I was like probably six months total of last year, like all dispersed throughout the year, but probably like half the year, I was pretty much out of commission from doing anything like below the belt, which is a good amount of sex. There's still some sex you can do, but like, you know, all the good stuff. All the good stuff. stuff. All the really good stuff. Can't do it. Can do it. Yeah. I had like, oh man. I don't, I'm not one to like get a lot of infections and stuff, but I had like yeast infections. I had BV, which is a thing that I, is supposedly is like the most common thing ever. It's supposedly as common as yeast infections and UTIs, except I had never heard of it before. And they're like, oh yeah, you got, it's BV. And I'm like, okay, well, nobody I ever know have ever had that. I know one person that has told me about it. And I had no idea. Oh, man. Yeah. I may as well. Well, like, as far as I know, what it is, yeah. is um, it's not actually an infection. It is a uh, overproducing of the naturally occurring bacteria found in your vagina. Whoa. So it's like an imbalance. So like, mm. kind of like, I don't know if it's technically a pH imbalance, but it's like that. Okay. And you, they don't really know, like, how you get it. 
but they're like, it occurs in sexually active women. Well, yeah. Well, die. <laughs> and um, it occurs in women that have sex with other women. Really? Yes. And oh, it, fuck. So as far as I, I know, I know. And I'm like, fuck. So as far as I can figure, it's like two vaginas getting together and like they just throw off each other's equilibrium bacteria wise like a not so sexy explosion <laughs> like a bacteria explosion trigger warning sorry <laughs> um yeah and they give you some antibiotics to get rid of it that oh. was it okay but it was lame because it went on a long time because i thought it was maybe some i, I thought it was a yeast infection i got a canestin yeah. And, and then I work. got, and then I got another canestin a week later. And then I finally did go to the walk-in cause I'm like, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so it was a long time. I, and then yes. Yes. Sorry. No, that's okay. Like, I mean, I struggled with candida for years of my life mm-hmm. and like, could like, just like, couldn't figure out what it was. Couldn't figure out if I was just like like having sex too much. Yes. I was like, what's happening to my body? And then I changed my diet and it just went away. Damn. It just and went away. Sorry, candida is yeast. Yeah. So yes. candida is like, yeah. and it's, it's like yeast in your stomach that builds up and can be turned into yeast infections Yeah, and like just chronic yeast infections. <sighs> and on the internet, they tell you to like, you have to, you can go to naturopaths and things like that. But on the internet, they tell you literally to eat nothing. They're like, eat broccoli, like, eat steamed broccoli and stay away from every food group. <laughs> what? Or else, or else you'll always have a yeast infection. Yeah, forever. Yeah, no um, problem, yeah. And I didn't do that. I just, like, like, I just monitored my food intake, right? Like, I didn't, I wasn't gonna just eat broccoli, broccoli forever. Um, <laughs> Sorry, broccoli. But yeah, but I'm not eating only you, so how dare you? I like you at all, but yeah. I need to be in a non-monogamous relationship mm-hmm. with my vegetables. Yeah, and then it, like, that was, I don't know, like, like five years ago, mm-hmm. and it just, and that was years of struggle, <gasps> and then it just went away, and I never had to deal with it again. What exactly did you do with your diet? Um, I just... Did made, you cut like, out certain food, or... So I cut out food, um... In, like, increments. Mm. So I went four months not eating any refined sugar. Mm-hmm. And then the minute I ate bread again, I was like, I'm full on addicted, so this isn't going to work. Mm. Uh, and then um, I would just, like, like I would I would cut out um, things like dressing, mm. like salad dressings and mm. things. Like, like, lots of things with sodium in them, things with unnecessary sugars, that mm. kind of thing. So I sugar only do and it, sodium mostly. Yeah. And I would only do it, like, once in a while. And then I had an issue with kidney stones, like, oh. for a few Fuck years as me. well. Yeah, man. And so when I was doing that, I cut out meat because mm. it's mostly a buildup of too much sodium and then not drinking enough water. Okay. And I was dancing mm-hmm. all the time and never drinking water. Ugh. Because when you're 18, you're like, I don't need to you're listen like, to like, dan- dance the night away, Candace. Like, be in 18 school. 18-year-old Candace. Yeah. It's just like... So I would like grind, to dance grind your body up yeah, against me in a public me. space. <laughs> Just dry hump that's, explosion. And that's what I was doing. You know, <laughs> that was in a nutshell. Was on me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what, um, so yeah, so for me, I probably didn't reach a lot of my sex goals in 2017. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> though I, though I did say at one point that I want to have more group sex and oh. I definitely am pretty much like dating two couples now. <laughs> Pretty much, like, 
pretty much. So, so that's the thing that I made happen for myself. But mm-hmm. like a lot of other things were just like thrown out the window Ugh. due to illness. Yeah. How, do you remember what you were kind of hoping to make happen last year? So last year I wanted to date more. Yes. I hadn't, I haven't been in a relationship in a, like a year or two. And so I really wanted to get back into dating. Yes. And the way I was doing that was forcibly asking all my friends who liked me. But to have sex with me. None yeah. of them wanted to answer me. Um, I kind of, yeah, yeah, that's funny. Matt tends to go to the same pool of mm-hmm. like friendship people that he already knows. And yeah, yeah. I, I always go outside. Yeah. So it's very, that's very interesting. So you stay in, it's an in. Ugh, I don't want to. The collar's coming from inside the house. Ugh, I never, (laughs) I never want to. You know, like, it's, like, how many improvisers can you sleep with? You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I never want to. Is that a riddle? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, it is. Um, But that's who I mostly hang out with, so it's tough. But then, this year, I really wanted to branch out. Yes. So I was online dating a lot. Yes. Which I have have been uh, on and off. What platform do you use? Um... Tinder, Bumble. Yeah. I hate them both equally. Yeah. Equal okay. So, <laughs> um, both suck and I hate them, but yeah. I still was doing it, trying to not sleep with my friends and or former lovers. <laughs> and or coworkers. <laughs> yeah. Like, and like, peers. Especially not my coworkers. So that's like a no, no. Yeah. Um, uh, in the current climate and always. Yes. Uh, yes. And, exactly. Um, Unless it's consensual. Yes. You know, live your life. Two adults, yeah. (laughs) But I, yeah, I was just, I was asking everyone I knew, I was like, so who likes me? Like, (laughs) have you heard anything talking about me lately? And they didn't like that question. And they're like, stop (laughs) asking me. And also, also, oh, the one I always get is everybody likes you. They're just intimidated by you. And I'm like, well, I don't want to sleep with anybody who's intimidated by me so in my face yeah but also tell me who it is who is it <laughs> but also i would like to know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. just you know for to make me feel good like yeah. i'm just yeah, yeah, once. Yeah. yeah totally um what about this year oh man well you know i've been having some sexy times oh you uh, know and like thus far which feels great i'm great. happy happy with life but i want to my biggest goal is to Love myself. Yes. At whatever I look at, look like, look at. Whatever I look at. <laughs> whatever I'm Everything at. I look at. Yeah. In the mirror. At. I see me. <laughs> um, yeah, I know, like, I just want to really love myself and embrace myself mm-hmm. and not care so much what other people may be thinking when they see me naked. Yeah. Like, I just want to really like be like really positive about me and where I'm at yes and have a sexy fun time and hopefully everybody else thinks I'm sexy too body beautiful yeah and if they don't fuck them because you are sweet (laughs) (laughs) do you like me have you earned anything Uh, I think a lot of people like you Erin are you flirting are you flirting of course I'm always are we flirting right now Mm -hmm. um yeah body positivity yeah have you struggled with that in the past Mm -hmm. which is why you're kind of arriving at this now oh yeah yeah oh yeah I have um a lot of body dysmorphia for sure yeah and have as long as I can remember um and it's something I work on daily yeah um my blog and my Instagram if you 
see them is a lot of pictures of me, which when I started doing that, when I started taking pictures of outfits I felt good in, mm-hmm. I really started to embrace my body more yes. and feel like 10 times better about myself. See, that's what I use social media for mm-hmm. as well. A lot of times, like thankfully mine kind of aligns with all my bedpost stuff yeah. and which is kind of coincidental, but yeah, it does the same thing for me too. Like to, I feel like just, it's not vain to fucking take selfies of yourself and post them. It's fucking, it does your body and your soul good. It's liberating for sure. Yes, it's liberating Mm -hmm. and it, it helps you see yourself in the way you want to see yourself. Yeah. And girl, you look good so do you i'm like are we flirting i'm wearing cute underwear today because i'm always so jealous of all of your cute underwear and lingerie so i'm like you know what i'm gonna come to aaron's house and wear some cute underwear want to see the cutest underwear yes they're not these Yes! Fuck like a goddess! These are my fuck like a goddess panties. Yes, love it. They're my favorite. Know who made them? Luna Matatas. She's the best. Luna Matatas. (laughs) Luna Matatas in English means moon matatas. (laughs) (laughs) Matt made up that joke. I can't. That's a great joke. (laughs) Anytime I say Luna Matatas to him, he's like... Luna Matadas. It's a wonderful phrase. <laughs> it means moon matadas. <laughs> great job, Matt. That's a great job. He's a comedian. <laughs> what do you what do your fancy panties look like? Oh, they're not even that good, but you know, like, (laughs) but they feel good. They feel good. Yes. Yeah. They're just some lacy purple ones. You know, purple's not quite my color, but I decided to wear them today. I feel like you could rock purple. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. So yeah. So this coming year forward, you're Mm kind of more, think about yourself and tune out the riffraff. I just want to flirt with everyone. Yes. I love flirting. Everyone to have a good sexy time. Yes. I, yeah, I, um, recently came across uh, a partner who he just didn't get the idea. Like he just wants to get back to the bedroom ASAP and he doesn't even see the value of like going out for drinks with somebody. Cause they're like, he's like, what do you, what do you do when you go out for drinks with somebody? I'm like, he's like, what is that? What is that? How is that satisfying? I'm like, talk to them you're kind of a sociopath first of all second of all like flirting is fucking fun and lovely like I for sure will meet up with partners that I know I'm not like for whatever reason I can't go home with that night but like somebody a sexy person like I'm like let's go grab a drink I love that I love getting a little tipsy and like having some flirty combo I love somebody that I can laugh with like if I can't thank you you or like have fun with you I don't necessarily want to sleep with you exactly like, I'm like uh you're boring and I, I hate you I you're boring I, I hate you I think what I've decided is hatred <laughs> <laughs> this indifference and then now hatred mm-hmm. yeah um my 2018 my main goal is I'm gonna start my fisting journey 
Yes. <laughs> Which is funny because I'm not even that interested in fisting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, um, well, first of all, I just have a, I just essentially have a fetish for just doing new things, no matter what it is. And I'm doing it to, I want to like get the experience. I love that. You know, get the experience. And also like, basically I'm into anything where it's like a dynamic where it's like a dominant person yeah, yeah, yeah. doing anything to me. It honestly could be pretty much anything. And that. as long as that dynamic is there, I'm like into it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even if it's something that's like, you know, might be a little painful or a little yeah. uncomfortable or a little, you know, that makes it all the better because then it's like, this is going to get explicit, but then it's like, oh, take a little more for me. Can you like, you know, you're doing great. I fucking, I dig that. I as long that. as that dirty tack, dirty tack, yeah. as, long as, as long as that dirty tack is happening, I'm there. Yeah. Like I'm showing up for that. I'm very subby, so so I yeah. Understand this? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything where it's like I'm doing this for your own good, and like yeah. you know, I know it's uncomfortable, but like work through it. We're gonna, you can do it, and like oh, I just like encouraging, mm-hmm. like dom dirty talk is like, and like to tell you the truth, I'm not even big into like a lot of things in my vagina. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really. <laughs> Like, especially big things. Like, yeah. I'm not really into it, but, like, I'm I'm here for this. I'm showing up for this. So I'm, gonna I'm the s- opposite, but that's okay. You, like, are you size queen? Sometimes. We'll see. Sometimes, mm-hmm. yeah. We'll see how 2018 goes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like, I like having sex with a large penis. I mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm, yes. Yep, you're showing the, the okay, mm-hmm. okay dokey sign. But... Masturbating, and very rarely use anything internally. I have a narrow cervix. A narrow cervix? Yes. You say. Yeah, I don't don't know how a baby would... Ever. I don't know how it would happen. And so I actually find it easier with a partner to get things up there than, like, Mm. with myself. Like, I find, like, just, like... The tiniest, the tiniest bit of masturbation is fine for me, you know. Like yeah. I'm like, I'm like, this is, this is good. <laughs> masturbation light. Yeah. Yep. Like I, um, because I'm definitely like, it does not take a long, to, a lot to get me off at all. That's great. But yeah, it's real good for it's... most of my partners. <laughs> um, but uh, I, yeah, I'm very like skittish. Like even I just want very this. skittish. <laughs> I even want like just about like getting things that are not. A penis up there because mm, yeah, I'm like yeah, yeah. I don't know what'll fit. Oh God! But I just watched just watched a YouTube tutorial on on diva cups. Yes, and because I, I could never use cup. one. Yeah, I could never ever use one on my own. Really? And I just watched one. I think I'm ready for my diva cup journey again. I think you, you know? can do it. Yeah. Maybe that's your 2018 uh, mm-hmm. sexual health goal. Yeah. Get the diva cup up going. I'm gonna get one. Yeah, for, for I've been tiny me- cervix. Yeah, yeah, because you can get the small. There's different mm-hmm. sizes you can but get. I didn't know. <laughs> I was like, I thought that it was just because I thought I, I thought I tried the smallest size. And yeah. I was like, this isn't working. Oh my god. <laughs> also, if you go brand to brand, mm-hmm. like the diva diva cups a brand, yeah. but there are like a lot of different. Like they, you can probably find smaller ones. Like if the diva cup one is still too big, then like try another brand. I'm sure they make them like. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure they size them really small. I got a sample one in the mail, and yeah. I was like, 
I'm going to try this. And then, was, and then it was the worst pain ever. So I was like, forget this. Oh, I'm no. done. done here. Yeah, I had a lot of frustration first using mine just because, like, I couldn't really get it in. Like, you kind of have to create a seal so it's mm-hmm. in there, right? And then it kind of has to be kind of shimmied in the proper spot so it kind of creates a seal so it's yeah. catching everything. So I would always have it, like, where it's, like, not... I couldn't get it perfectly in yeah. the spot, so I had a lot of leakage. So I'd always have to wear like I bought. I have a bunch of um, like cotton pads, like reusable yeah, cotton yeah. pads that I picked up for that because, like, I feel like for the first six months I was like not getting it quite right. I know. And then I was leaking, and then it, and then it totally figured it out. Now it's every time Yay. it's like pop, it you like goes it. right in the spot. Yeah, yeah. But it's also like five years later, but. You know, <laughs> still, I, still, it I, took I quite it a few months. months. Yeah, yeah, I, I tried took... it for months, and I was like, "You're, you're not working. This is not. Forget it." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and any time where I'm like, because right now I actually threw out my diva cup because of the BV I had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so oh. now I actually used a tampon for the first time in like years, and I'm like, "Oh, this is easy." Who <laughs> 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 no, it could be so easy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like. I forgot. Yeah, this is real easy. <laughs> I mean, you know, tampons are, this is ideally not using tampons, but like use whatever you can, exactly. whatever you want to you go need. for it, whatever you need. Okay. We're pretty much, we're pretty much at time Great for our breaky poo. Do you want some hot water to top up your tea? I think I'm good. I think I'm good. I'm going to get some hot water. Um, We're going to have, I feel like, oh yeah, I have two commercials to run. One is our full-time sponsor, Come As You Are, who I love you guys. Um, And then also I have a new sponsor that I'm running just for January and February, Lovecrafters Toys. Um, this lovely Toronto artisan, silicone artist, Shay, creates these, like, fantasy sex toys. And, um, I'll just tell you, one of them is a unicorn horn dildo. It's everything you want it to be. So we're going to take just a minute break, and we will be right back with Candace Meeks. This week's sponsor is Lovecrafters Toys, a non-gendered fantasy sex toy line that offers products like strap-on compatible tentacle dildos, dragon egg Benoit balls, and squid butt plugs. These geeky and playful products are body safe and handmade using platinum grade silicone. If you want to hear more about this groovy Toronto artist, check out episode 89 of the Bedpost podcast, in which I have the pleasure of interviewing Shay. And if you want to purchase these whimsical sex toys, check out the Lovecrafters Etsy shop, or head on down to our full-time sponsor's website, comeasyouare.com. Come As You Are has the peculiar distinction of being the world's only worker-owned cooperative sex shop. With feminist and anti-capitalist values, Come As You Are only carries sexuality products that they truly believe in at the lowest price possible. Enter coupon code BEDPOST when you check out at comeasyouare.com to receive a 15% discount. And don't forget, 
that shipping on orders over $50 is free in Canada. That's B-E-D-P-O-S-T when you visit comeasyouare.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. If you're just tuning in uh, and you just skipped to the halfway through uh, podcast, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make any sense. I'm Erin Pym. This is Candace Meeks. Hi. Hello, We're lady. Back. We're back. Candace, yeah. you, how do you identify? Uh, I identify as bisexual. Oh, you're a bi lady. I'm a bi lady. <laughs> but, uh,. You have uh, tiny so, hands. I know. I, I high-fived you, and me. they're so tiny. Because yeah. <gasps> I have fairly small hands. Those are tiny hands. I know. Men love it. What can I say? What's your... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to... Yeah, I was going to make a, <laughs> a bad joke. Um, what size are your feet? Uh, six. I know. I you know. could go to seduction and get any stripper shoe you wanted. I know. Nobody is a six. I'm an eight. Yeah. You, they're always out <laughs> of AIDS. Because everybody. Go get your pleaser. Okay. At seduction. <laughs> you have the selection of any shoe you want. I love that. Sorry, you're bisexual. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, what, what is your bisexual? Well, tell me about your bisexuality. I think it's still something I'm figuring out. You yeah. Know? Like, I think it's, I think I've always identified that way but I never thought of it as a big deal like it's only been in the last few years that I've been like vocal about it yes because I felt like I liked everybody and hopefully everybody liked me and it didn't really matter (laughs) yeah um there there is something to be said for that though because I'm also not very vocal or at least definitely in the past I've mm -hmm. not been vocal about my bisexuality yeah um and I think that for me was rooted in like a lot of like the the information we're told about bisexuals in mm-hmm. in that like it's like not anything worth coming out about, yeah, or worth talking about, or like like just that it's not a valid yeah orientation. I mean- yeah, I always like I I think I spent years being like oh I'm attracted to women but like isn't everybody like doesn't everybody think that women yeah. are beautiful like isn't that just a normal thing I also I also thought that mm-hmm. when I was young I was like everybody's pretty much yeah all women yeah. are bisexual yeah. right yeah yeah right yeah um, which they're not <laughs> no and erasure happens all the time yes and I think that's why I became more vocal about it mm-hmm. was because of all the erasure that I that I experienced that I watched people I love experience mm-hmm. and a big thing for me is what I look like. Mm-hmm. I've had people say, oh, you can't be gay because you're blonde. And I'm like, what a weird thing to say. <laughs> what a weird, strange thing to say. Um, and I think, like a, like, a ton of other things, right? Like, I think people look at me and they they see what they see. Yeah. Like, they see a femme person, mm-hmm. so they're, like, straight. Yeah. Feminine person likes men. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, and I love being femme. And mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite things about myself. Yeah. Um, and I've been femme forever, you mm-hmm. know? Like, and I've been wearing makeup since I was six. So, like, we're all living our lives. Best but, femmes forever. Yes, best femmes forever. <laughs> but I think that that is a common misconception. Yes. And I want to break down that narrative. So nice. 
you know, being more vocal about it helps to do that. Yes. Um, and I, and I love all my bi babies. So, you know, (laughs) especially like bi men. No, yeah. And nobody talks about bi guys. I know, but a lot of men that I know who identify as bi, identify as bi very secretively. Yes. Yeah. Like, and, and very like, they're either presenting as gay Yep. Or presenting as straight, not less commonly. Yep. And they're like, oh no, like I don't really tell people because, you know, they'll they'll see me differently or they'll they'll make these misconceptions. Yeah. And I'm like, that's exactly why you should tell everyone, but I understand them not wanting to do that. Yeah, I feel like bi guys are the least visible mm-hmm. of anyone. And I love them. And I love them. And I love them all. <laughs> I love all of you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, both, I feel like both, both and all genders have a lot of, uh, there's a lot of misconceptions mm-hmm. about bisexuality, for sure. Now, why don't you uh, identify as queer rather uh, than bi? So queer is what I use more often than not. Yeah, so both, so you'll I go do, with both? Yes, I'm fine with both. Queer is definitely the one that I use the most, mm-hmm. um, especially, for some reason, when I'm not as sexually active as usual, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, I identified very heavily queer the last year, mm-hmm. um, and now I'm like, who cares? Yeah, who <laughs> cares? Um, and I think a lot, what's been really helpful for me has been uh, the improv community, because I'm part of Kinsey Fail, Kinsey Fail Forever. Yeah, um, I've had some Kinsey Fail members on this yeah. podcast. Mr. Tom Hearn. Love him. <laughs> And, um, yeah, so Kinsey Fail and... And Flick. And Flick. Mm-hmm. Penman. Oh, the best. Yes. Um, and, uh, the LOL word. Yes. So, oh, I love that concept. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I think that having a bigger visibility for mm-hmm. these queer performers mm-hmm. has really helped me, um... Feel out your own yeah. queerness. Yes, mm-hmm. that's exactly it. Yeah, I'm totally. like trying to think is hard. Um, <laughs> Words. Yep. But yeah, that's Words. exactly it. It's yep. it's definitely helped me to embrace myself and the many facets of me. Yes. So when you're looking to uh, last year, looking to date, were you dating gals as um, well? I find it much harder to date women because mm-hmm. which. I love doing, you know, but I, because of how I look. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So I do find it very difficult. Um, it's also the sussing out of like, are we like, having are a friend? Here? Yeah. Are, are we, we friends or are, are we, we flirting not? flirting or are we just talking? Yeah. Or just being friendly. Yeah. Two friendly people. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It and, is hard to suss out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, so I find that a lot. And I also do find like people are like, oh, my cute friend Candace, like she's so cute. And I'm like... God. <laughs> it's happened again. I'm a friend and I'm cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two things that I might not necessarily want. Yeah. Which, you know, boys think too. Yeah. And, well, everybody thinks, you know, they, everybody thinks I'm cute. You are. Lie. I mean, you are cute. <laughs> you feel cute. You feeling cute. Feeling real cute. <laughs> Looking cute. Feeling cute. Yeah. I, um, I, I feel like 
for me, yeah, I'm I'm kind of not. Even though I use bisexual, I feel mm-hmm. like it's definitely not like bisected completely yeah. equally. Mm-hmm. Which that's another misconception people have about oh, bisexuality is that you 100%. have equal attraction to both mm-hmm. sexes or all sexes. Um, it's just being attracted to more than one sex. Yeah, and whatever that means to you. Yes. Yeah. 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 I'm attracted to people. I've never thought, oh, I like one so much more than the other. Yeah. I don't get this. I talk to a lot of bi women who are like, oh, I miss, I miss dick when I'm in a bi female relationship. Yeah. Or I miss vagina when I'm in, when I'm with men. Yeah. And I don't feel that way. Yeah. Like I don't get, I'm, I'm like, "I, I like the person I'm with. Yeah. And that's what I'm thinking about right now. Yep. And maybe later I'll like that other person I'm with. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like bisexual people are more inclined to be non-monogamous in casual daters? No. Or do you think that's a misconception as well? I think that's well? a very big misconception. Yeah. Especially, again, with women. I mean, I, ta- I tend to talk to more women who identify as queer and bi. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them, if they're in uh, relationships with men, they're like, that's... This is a part of the erasure that happens. Yes, yeah. Is that you're I'm no longer man, so you're not by. Yes, yeah. yeah. And that's it's bullshit. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, it's freaking bullshit. It's bullshit. So, okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't like it, and you should stop. <laughs> exactly. Um. So, uh, so Kinsey Fail. Yeah, love them. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about Kinsey Fail because I love them. Uh, I love them too. Oh my God, they're all perfect people. Um. <laughs> Well, you know, Tom started it, and he wanted a wide array of queer-identifying people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he reached out to me, and obviously Anders was Anders Yates was yeah. coaching us and, and part of the team, and um, they really wanted to focus on, on a wide spectrum. Yeah. So they were like, who do you know? get all the queer babies out here. <laughs> like, right. let's figure it out. Um, and I think it's an ever growing thing. Mm-hmm. And we've gone and we performed, um, at festivals and we've, we went to Ottawa and, uh, um, me and Coco and Daphne were on, um, a really awesome panel in Ottawa mm-hmm. for, um, different identifying performers. Mm-hmm. And it was such a, an enriching experience mm-hmm. to hear from all of these other people from all these other uh, walks of life. And, I mean, obviously it was Coco and I talking a lot because it's Coco and I. Yeah. But, uh, um, but it was, yeah, just an amazing experience. And I wouldn't have been able to do that if I hadn't been a part of Kinsey Vale. Yeah. And, you know, known Tom and loved Tom. And, and speaking of Coco, yeah. she's doing a new show which you are yeah co-producing co-producing yeah. with her kiss yeah. and tell right mm-hmm. you were on that show loved i it. loved doing that show oh, that show was so amazing it's a storytelling show uh if you haven't been yet you should been be. well i'm hoping that coco wants to bring it back in the new year so. yes i believe the rumor is valentine's day mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Oh she mercy! That sexy show. Oh mercy! Because I love the range of stories, and the range of people, as you were saying, like this the spectrum. Which when I say spectrum, I always think speculum. Um, 
<laughs> Always. I cannot. I cannot. Um, of people uh, and experiences telling stories. Yeah. I love that. Because we got somebody talking about ace, asexuality. Holly, I love you. We got somebody talking about their first anal sex, gay anal sex experience. Yes. We got somebody talking about uh lesbian uh a sexy lesbian scene in a movie we got i forgot kaya talking about <laughs> that's a great story. Scene. Yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite story yeah kaya green is a gem <laughs> a fucking gem just like then we're all watching carol i'm like i gotta go home <laughs> i gotta go turn it up um and i did a kink story yeah so we had like a great range i feel like yeah of a lot of different experiences which i love yeah. And none of them felt like fails, if that makes Like, I thought a lot of these stories were going to be... Like, funny like sexual funny, mishaps? Yeah, yeah. Like, I... And I, you know, not necessarily that I was like, I hate that. I was more so like, I wonder what these stories are going to be. And then they were all so beautiful and different and nuanced. And I was like, this is yeah, there's so a lot exciting. Of, a lot of, I think, unexpected heart in that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, even Daphne, I've heard her do that story a couple times. Yeah. Um, she brings that to a very real place. She... It's, like, just a funny porn thing, essentially. Um, but it gets real at the end. So, so real and so... I think Daphne is an amazing person with such a big heart anyway. Mm-hmm. And to hear her talk about this and, like, to be... As hilarious she as she is, but then bring it to such depth is just... Ugh, she's the best. Yeah, she's a brilliant mind mm-hmm. of our time. Um, and I think... I, we'll see where my fisting journey is um, yeah. at that point, but I might talk about that. Depending where... I mean, I could still talk about it if it's, like, mid-journey, yeah. I feel like. But I would love to get fisted by Valentine's Day of this year. <laughs> <laughs> so that I can talk that's a great about. goal. <laughs> that's my sex goal. Has a very, uh, it has a very strict deadline. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That would not be a good thing to put on a that's sex goal. So funny though. You're like, it's gotta be by this. Gotta date. happen. I have to do it. Uh, I wish I. I don't know. I wish that my goals were. I mean, that maybe strict. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe that would help. Maybe yeah. that is a good thing for a goal to have a deadline. Yeah. To, you know, make you do it. Like I would love it if I had like a strict like okay. So today, by this stage, you're gonna fuck everybody because you're in love with your body and you gotta get it done. <laughs> you gotta get it out there, girl. Yep. Um, okay, you had one other thing that you wanted to talk about yeah. that you said might come up. Yes, but hasn't so far. To, it so hasn't. Did, so did you want to talk about that? Yeah, I do actually. I'm Great. Gonna, you know what? I'm gonna bring it up on this podcast, and whoever listens listens because I brought it up. Uh, I did a show last night. Mm-hmm. And I brought it up at that show. Oh wait, mm-hmm. today's Friday. Did it on Wednesday night. <laughs> We're all being cool. My flu Time. mind doesn't know. <laughs> um, um, just so everybody knows, I'm getting over the flu. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I so on the day after New Year's Day, mm-hmm. I had uh, a appointment with my psychiatrist Mm -hmm. and uh just got diagnosed with bipolar disorder so you're bisexual and bipolar yep double the bi double the fun double the pleasure (laughs) double your pleasure yep so um i'm not sure it's gonna be a big transition i mean i've i've been diagnosed with uh 
with anxiety disorder, uh, you know, um, manic depressive disorder, mm-hmm. uh, so depression. You, you've been dealing with it. Yeah. And uh, PTSD for like a long time. A so, um, and I was trying out new meds and I was like, these are not working. I don't know what's going on with my brain. Things mm-hmm. are not going well, which was a big part of my last year. Because my last year, along with me trying to date more, I was also trying to get a hold of my mental health. It was a very big goal for me was to stop being a workaholic, uh, stop piling on all these different projects, stop working a nine to five, um, basically sleep more, eat better and self care. Yeah. And get my mind under control. Mm -hmm. Um, with medication and therapy Mm -hmm. and it's been a tough, tough road. Yeah. And then this diagnosis, I was like, okay, you know what? I can deal with this because it's not far off from where I've been, Mm -hmm. but hopefully I can get on a better therapy plan Mm -hmm. and better medication that, you know, won't make me into a manic insane or nauseous whatever. or whatever. Yeah, you know, it all could, the things that they the, did. All these things yeah. that it, it could do. But yeah. I was on these meds uh, the last month or two months ago that I was like, I honestly would wake up at 6 a.m. every day with the, like, the strength and mm. energy of, like, 10 Kenyan runners. Like, I would, like, wake up and yes. be like, I'm ready. Uh, and that would crash by, like, 4 p.m. Of course. And <laughs> I, then I started getting rage like just and I'm not I'm not an angry person like that's not like a baseline for me Mm -hmm. and I would be like in a rage about everything Mm -hmm. and then like to the point where my mom was like laughing at me on the phone she was like why are you like why who are you who is this person yeah um and I was like I don't know like these meds are making me just so angry angry. all the time uh and then just like crazy hypomania where I was just spending money like yeah. Doing all this stuff that I would not normally do. Like, just being very irresponsible. And then I just went my do- went to my doctor and I was like, I can't yeah. do this. Like, this is... I cannot be like this anymore. And so then I went to a new psychiatrist and he was like, I can't believe nobody thought this about you in the right. first place. And I was like, I see. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how you're going to play this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how do you balance... Your, I'm sure you have some opinions on mental health and and sexuality and yeah. sex life, sexuality, sexuality, <laughs> sensual sexuality, sensuality. <laughs> um, how do you balance your sex life, your mental health, your? That's been something that in the past has been very hard for me. Mm-hmm. Um, in I think like I had a lot of destructive relationships because, uh, partly due to my not being in control of my mental health. Mm. Um, not that there's not blame in other places, but like, you know, that was, I think that was a a huge thing for me. Um, and so it's like taking care of myself and knowing what's actually right for me and what's like, you know, what, like what's going to damage me versus what is actually the right path to go on. Mm. Um, and so I think that that's another 2018 goal. Yeah, making better decisions for yourself. Yes. When it comes to your sex life and Mm -hmm. yeah, and dating and whatnot. Oh yeah. That's a good one. Just make yeah, make make better choices. (laughs) (laughs) 
stop making the same dumbass choices you've made in the past. Make a better one. Oh, I just had the wheeziest laugh. <laughs> God, but real, like real yeah. advice. Just like take a moment to think how is this how is making this how is this decision going to affect my yeah. my my self care? Like yeah, and I think that's my mental always, health, my yeah. Like make decisions based on that. Yes, and I think that's always on my mind as tough it as it is, but like is this the right choice for me? And also not, but not being afraid of diving into the unknown, if that makes sense. Like, because I fear like, I, I fear like, I feel like I have a lot of fears surrounding dating and surrounding getting close to people because of because all of these that. different identities. Mm. And I don't want to do that this year. Like, you know, I want to just dive in and be like, maybe this, maybe this will be okay. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Knowing it's a bad decision is different from not knowing the outcome. Exactly. Like, you can still, yeah, yeah, still give yourself freedom to make mistakes, obviously, oh, yeah. and, like, you know, the take a chance to, you know, maybe find something great, make mm-hmm. a great connection, have a great evening, have a... Yeah. Have a great sex <laughs> Just with have a, someone. Just have a great sex. <laughs> Just have a great sex with someone. In your self-care stuff, is masturbation a part of your self-care oh. stuff? Yeah. Um, Hundo percento. (laughs) Hundo percento. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Definitely. Uh, I mean, depending on where I'm at with my depression, it could be more or less. Yeah, yeah. Um, When I'm depressed, I tend to not as much. Yeah. And sometimes I force myself like it's a chore, but I'm more so like... You know what? I do too. I'm like, you know what? You haven't in a long time. Mm -hmm. You should do it. (laughs) You should do it. Yes. Because I think that I am a very sexual person and I feel more myself when I'm being sexual. Yes. And so when I'm not, when I'm having these periods of depression, I'm like... I'm like, no, like, you know what? You'll, you'll feel better if you do it. Like just. Yeah. I, I know you technically don't feel in the mood. Yeah. You're not in a sexy head space mm-hmm. or whatever, but like yeah. open yourself up to it. Yeah. You know, that's yes. I think that that's exactly it is just like, oh, be, be open to the experience. And yeah. sometimes it'll be like, and again, like I said, like I, it does not take a lot to get me off, so I'm like... Yeah, it's only uh, going to take me two minutes. Yeah, I'm like, I'm you can be okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, here we are. Uh, and so that's a lot of, of me getting in the mindset of like, it's not going to take that long. Like, just do it. Just do it. And see what It'll happens. T- take you two minutes. And then, and then after, you're like, why haven't I done that in so long? Yeah, that's exactly my thoughts. I go... Always, <sighs> after I masturbate, that is my thought. Yeah. Why? Why would I never... Why would I ever yeah. say no to this? I know when I read, like, I read a lot of 10, well, I don't know what I'm doing in my life, but like, I read a lot of, like, I read a lot of feminist rhetoric mm-hmm. and a lot of books by feminist authors, like, mm-hmm. have something in it about masturbating and about doing it for yourself and, and caring for yourself. And whenever I read, like, a, like, a fictional story by a feminist writer and they're writing about, like, the character masturbating, I'm like, good for her. <laughs> she's doing it right. Yeah, she's taking care of herself. <laughs> She's making a, a positive self-care decision. So I always try to think about that. I try to think like, no, somebody's going to be reading about this in the future and they're going to go. <laughs> you're going to, listen, you're going to write a comedy sketch yeah. about this exact moment and everybody's going to love it. Yeah. And they're going to be like, oh my God, I should go home and masturbate. <laughs> oh my God. When's the last time I did a self-care 
moment. Yeah. With myself. Do you, um, what, one of, one of the things that I do if I'm not necessarily in the right headspace is mm-hmm. like, I try to take in some pornographic material of some yep. kind. Yeah. Same. And for me that, you know, that, that'll get my brain from feeling like sexless and like sex off to yeah. like, Oh, <laughs> Oh Yeah. You know, and then you're like, okay, I spent a couple of minutes doing that. Either looking at, I actually haven't been watching like porn videos lately. That's something I did in 2017. I not even purposefully, but I just stopped watching porn, like porn videos. Yeah. And it just happened kind of out of, kind of out of necessity where like I'd be in a place where I didn't have access to my computer and maybe also laziness that I didn't want to go get it or whatever. (laughs) I just started doing it without I love that. And then I was like, okay, I, I'm having a better, I think I'm having a better experience without it. Yeah, all in the head. But that doesn't mean I'm not like reading, I, lo- I love me some erotica. Yeah. Um, I love me some just like uh, going on FetLife. Yes. <laughs> and just like reading some messages that people send me and, you know, looking through a friend's pictures or like, or, like, there was a lot of good writing on FetLife, too. Like, a lot of good kind of, I don't want to say instructional, but, like, cool experience-based writing that yeah. it's, like, hey, talking about, you know, dynamics, like, uh, subdom dynamics, or, like, just, like, yeah. uh, an experience they had, or, like, a, an enlightening moment they had that they wanted to pass on about yeah. a, certain, a, a certain kinky topic, and it's, like, just kind of partaking all that, all that kind of pornographic talk like get get surrounding yourself in the in the vocabulary yeah of sex is just like that always gets me in the mood and then I'm like okay now I can go now I love that now I'm into going and masturbating yeah Yeah. here we are yeah yeah or even just like looking through old texts from people that (laughs) I do that a lot yeah that depending on who it is I'm like this was a good time in my life yeah this was nice this was a good sexing conversation yeah yeah (laughs) that I could go back and reread yeah I, uh, yeah, like, what's, I don't know, like, I have two, I like to say I have two types, Mm -hmm. and it's, like, a really good burlesque routine. Yes. Or the Sprouse Twins. It's, like, it's, like, what's (laughs) getting, what's gonna get me off? Is it, like, this time? Is it the Sprouse Twins? (laughs) Or this sexy burlesque dancer? Yes. Gotta pick. Like, you don't know which is which. Oh, God, I went to, um... Reveal Me Burlesque. Yeah. Last last night? No, two nights ago. I'm not I don't have the flu, but I still don't know what date it is. Um which I'm always playing basketball Wednesday nights, so I never get to go to this That's show. Aw- you just told me an awesome thing. Um Reveal Me is so fucking fantastic. Yeah. Um the host is Daytona Bitch, who mm-hmm. who I went to college with and love him. Yeah. Um and the it's like a Toronto School of Burlesque yeah. run show, so it's that gang. Um, so it's really nice to fucking finally see a reveal me, which they've been doing it for six years. Yeah, I saw them when uh, I had a friend who used to work really closely with them, um, with Red Herring and yes. a few other people, and Daytona Bitch, uh, yeah. and. Uh, I used to watch them like a long time ago, like yes. when they started. Nice at the Rivoli. Nice, because mm-hmm. I've been to a bunch of striptease and cheeses. I love that event because you get a big pizza. <laughs> you do, you do. You, you like get a pizza. You buy a ticket and that get that 
ticket gets you a pizza <laughs> and like a seat for the show. It's brilliant. I, <laughs> I had my it. birthday there last year, actually. That's um, so cute. But it's like it's kind of like the, a similar gang. It's a Toronto School of Burlesque show. Yeah, yeah. Um, but oh man, this show um, had this performer, Faux Pas La Fay. Yes. Um, from New York. Um, mm-hmm. Faux Pas uh, is a trans woman who's married to a, a bio woman. Um, and they do a, they did this strong woman, like, like 1920s strong circus, strong woman act. Cool. It was outrageous. It was burlesque. It was like circus. It was like stunts. It was like I love fucking this. amazing. Yeah. They closed the show, and I was just like, right away, I like messaged faux pas la fay. And I was oh. like, hi, <laughs> I am obsessed with you now. Yeah, yeah I did. That's I amazing. Did. I was like, uh, let please, if you come to Toronto, you know, at any times, like I would absolutely love to have you at Bedpost because yes. that just like, quite honestly, rock, rock my world. Awesome. Speaking of fun shows to do in mm-hmm. Toronto. What do you got coming up, Candace Meeks? Oh, my God. Oh, uh, my God. Well, I think the 18th. Uh, January 18th? Yeah, which I'm going to assume is a Thursday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, night Out. Mm-hmm. So, Night Out at Bad Dog. Uh, it is Kinsey Fail. Mm-hmm. And then LOL Word. Mm-hmm. I'm in both. Mm-hmm. So, you know. And Dub- then, double your pleasure. Yeah. And then at 930 is the girls show. So, it's a awesome night like and we're very proud of it so everybody come to that yes um i think i'm not sure of the date yet but riverdale improvise is coming back 2018 baby so Corey birch and i produce riverdale improvise together uh it is a wackadoodle show like it's nuts (laughs) Uh um everybody who i love the performers on that show because there's a huge cast Mm -hmm. and we all play Stupid characters stupid from Riverdale, Riverdale stupid character. Archie comics characters. <laughs> Love it. Uh, and it's very dumb uh, and very fun, and uh, I it warms my heart whenever people are in the audience, so come up to that for sure. Great. Um, you'll hear mostly us laughing in the background. <laughs> like, that's... We laugh the whole show. part of it. Yep. So dumb. Um, and then the 29th, mm-hmm. I'm on Matt's show, so World's... Uh, world's biggest improv tournament yes. with my uh, improv wife and best friend Karen Stern. So yes. the Meeks shall inherit the Stern. <laughs> uh, and then the same night is um, Holly's show. Actually, uh, Holly Wider. Yep, Holly's doing um, a film, a short film called uh, Basic Base. And so I, Holly and I went to uh, Orlando, the Orlando Fringe, in May, mm-hmm. and with our show. Lolo Land. Mm-hmm. So we're doing some sketches from that show. Great. Uh, as a part of her fundraiser. Awesome. So, yeah. Candace, this has been so lovely having you to talk with me today. I was yeah. saying saying to Matt how I I'm due for it, like chatty fun friend episode. <laughs> I'm honored. <laughs> so thank you so much. <laughs> Guys, go check out Candace's shows, okay? Um, everyone, once again, this has been Candace Meeks. Oh my god, thanks everybody. Oh my god, thank you. And I'm Erin Pym, and this has been the Bedpost Podcast. Check back weekly, everybody, because we release a new episode every single Friday, unless I forget. And if you want to rate and review the podcast on iTunes, please, please do that. That would be so great. It does a lot of things like put a higher in the search priorities, makes it easier for people to find my podcast. So I'd love that. Support Aaron. Support me. If you're... <laughs>
If you're in Toronto and want to see Bedpost, the variety stage show runs at the Social Capital Theater. The uh, okay, I'm not going to say this actually because it's <laughs> it's different. It's different for the New Year, so oh. just go over to Bedpost.ca and see what's happening. Uh, we have two monthly shows happening. Uh, now one is at the Social Capital Theater. Yay. One is at the Super Wonder Gallery. Ooh, I love Super Wonder. Yes, that's and awesome. it, that's new and super fun. So check us out on Facebook or on Instagram or uh, our website bedpost.ca about that. Uh, you can also shoot me an email at thebedpostsexshow at gmail.com. And lastly, the Bedpost podcast features original music by Stephanie Copeland, who can be reached at her website stephcopelandmusic.com. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!